This week's episode of the Angie Looked Up podcast is brought to you by Fine Lime Designs. If the name sounds familiar, that's because it's my design business and the work I do there helps make this podcast possible. If you love colorful and whimsical art prints, greeting cards, and journaling stickers, then head over to my Etsy shop for a delightful browse. Just search for Fine Lime, like the fruit, designs, all one word, on Etsy, or click the link in the show notes. And now, on with this week's episode. Welcome to the And She Looked Up podcast. Each week, we sit down with inspiring Canadian women who create for a living. We talk about their creative journeys and their best business tips, as well as the creative and business mindset issues all creative entrepreneurs struggle with. I'm your host, Melissa Hartfield, and after leaving a 20-year career in corporate retail, I've been happily self-employed for 12 years. I'm a graphic designer, an illustrator, and a multi-six-figure-a-year entrepreneur in the digital content space. This podcast is for the artists, the makers, and the creatives who want to find a way to make a living doing what they love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the And She Looked Up podcast. As always, I am your host, Melissa, and this week... I'm here by myself again uh, to do a solo episode, and it's going to be a shorter episode than usual, which I think is a nice break because we've had a couple of really long ones recently. Um, But today I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking about for quite a while now, um, particularly over the Christmas holidays, although it came into my head a bit before that. And that is the idea of creating space for silence. And I'm not talking about meditation here. I am talking about actually allowing ourselves to find a few moments of silence every day and just letting that, letting the silence wash over us, for lack of a better term. And this came to me back in the fall when we had a power outage during the day, during the work day. So for those of you who don't know, I work from home. Um, I don't have any children, but I do have my dad living with me and he is suffering the after effects of a brain injury that he went through um, about a decade ago. And one of the things that helps him is having noise. Um, He finds it really hard to be in a room where there isn't noise. So that invariably means that our television is on from the time he gets up to the time he goes to bed. So when we had a power outage, of course, the TV was useless. And I decided, because it was the middle of the day, that I would go work in the kitchen where uh, I have really good natural light and it's a great place to go sit and draw. And while I was sitting there, I became aware of just how quiet it was. There was no TV. There was no hum of the refrigerator. Couldn't hear the furnace going. It was just quiet, except for one sound. We have an analog kitchen clock, wall clock that hangs up in the kitchen. And all of a sudden I was very aware (laughs) of it ticking. So during the day, 
on a normal day, you don't hear this clock at all, like at all. You wouldn't even notice that it was an analog clock. (laughs) Um, It wasn't until all the other noise in the house was extinguished that suddenly this clock became audible and it became the loudest noise I've ever heard in my life. I couldn't think about anything except the ticking of this clock. Um, so with the windows closed in the house because it was winter, and I couldn't hear any traffic, I couldn't hear any birds um, or outside noise. The kids were in school, so there was no children outside in, in the neighborhood playing. And it was just quiet except for this clock. And it made me realize just how much noise we're exposed to on a daily basis. Not just noise, but stimuli. Like, there's been a lot of noise here in Canada in the last month. And I'm not just talking about audible noise. I'm talking about social media noise. I am talking about a lot of anger and hatred and nastiness going back and forth on different social platforms and in real life. Um, and this isn't about what side of the issues you were on because it doesn't matter. I'm just going to say right now, there are people on both sides who have just been awful, um, and said horrible things and who've been very loud. And, uh, it's a lot. It is a lot, particularly if you're an empathetic person, which I think most creatives tend to be. I think we really tend to feel things, whether we're part of that thing or not, we tend to feel the emotions that are surrounding us. Um, and if those emotions are dark or angry or negative, we feel that. And it's, very hard. It's very draining for us. I find for me, exceptionally draining. I, I, to the point where I start to get very anxious and uh, I can feel the stress in my body, in my stomach and in my back and my shoulders. And I just want to escape it. And that's where I have found that taking a couple of moments every day to create silence, create a zone of silence around me has been so beneficial. And it's hard to do. (laughs) It's hard to do in a house where the television is on all day. It's hard to do in a house where you have children or pets or roommates or spouses. Um, It's hard to do if you live in a city where there's constant traffic and sirens and honking and uh, construction. It's, It's hard to do wherever you are, unless you live in the middle of the woods. And even then you have birds and wildlife and wind and um, noise. There's just noise everywhere. But we can find ways to control those levels of noise, even if it's only for a few minutes. And I'm, I'm literally talking like two to five minutes. And the key here is finding those pockets wherever you can. And if you look hard, you can find them or you can create them. And then experiencing them and letting the silence wash over you. So it's not about sitting down in those pockets of silence and picking up your phone to scroll Instagram or picking up a book to read or putting music on. It's literally about making the space around you as stimulus-free as possible and as noise-free as possible and just letting that sensation of quiet wash over you. You're not necessarily trying to think about anything or not think about anything. It's just letting the, just, 
just feeling the silence, just thinking to yourself, wow, it's so quiet. (laughs) It's silent. This is so nice. There's nothing I need to think about right now, except appreciating how quiet it is. Um, And I have just found that doing this for a couple of moments a day, normally I have to do it in the basement, but uh, there are very small pockets throughout the day where my dad will shut the TV off and have a nap or he falls asleep and I'll shut the TV off. (laughs) Um, And then I'll go down into the basement, which is the quietest part of my house. I have this classic 80s rec room. It's so amazingly retro. It's not even funny uh, with the really plush thick carpet and the wood paneling and lots of blankets and there's curtains and it's actually a great room to record the podcast in. It's just, it's kind of cold in the winter, so I don't like going down there. Um, But for a couple of minutes a day, Uh, all that thick carpeting and plush blankets absorbs sound and it's brilliant. Uh, so I'll go down there while the TV's off and I'll just sit in this rocking recliner chair. We have another awesome eighties retro feature of the room. Uh, it's blue by the way, (laughs) and I'll sit in this rocking recliner and just allow the silence to wash over me and I'll stare at the ceiling. You can close your eyes if you want. I do sometimes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just stare at the ceiling and just allow myself a moment to appreciate how quiet it is. That's all I think about. I just think about how nice this silence is. It's so peaceful. It's so nice to not hear noise. And I find this more refreshing than meditation sometimes. Um, and I do both. I do meditate. But one of the things with meditation that you learn is um, how to incorporate the noise around you. And this isn't about that. This is about escaping the noise. Because sometimes that's, that's what we need to do. And I'm just finding in this world we're in right now, we are just, we're just overwhelmed with s- sound, light, movement. It's, it's, it's frenetic. The pace that we are surrounded by is frenetic. Even sitting in your house in the suburbs, um, it's digital, digital freneticness. Is that a word? Freneticness. Um, it's a digital frenzy that we surround ourselves with. And we do it mostly voluntarily. If we think, if you think about it, I have found a really big struggle for myself is Instagram lately. You go to pick up Instagram. Instagram used to be my happy place. I just, I love scrolling through feeds of pretty pictures. Um, This is another reason I used to really enjoy Pinterest. But Instagram has really diminished how many static photos we see in our feed, and they have increased the output of reels and videos. And the thing with reels and videos is that they're very short. And the music and the soundtracks that go with them are so varied. So it's not, it's just, it's fragments and it's movement. It's people pointing at things. It's things flashing on the screen visually and captions and different soundtracks every five seconds. And it's just, it's, it's like a digital frenzy. The minute you hit Instagram to the point where I'm actually finding it 
a huge turnoff. It's overwhelming for me. Even with the sound turned off, it's still just visual frenzy. And I don't like it. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. (laughs) But I don't find it at all fun. It makes me anxious. It produces a stress response in me. And that's not why I used to go to Instagram. I used to go to Instagram because it was like a little break in my day. I'm just going to scroll through some pretty pictures. And I had my feed very highly curated so that that is basically all I saw. But now everybody is so worried that the only way they can get seen in the feed is to produce video content in the form mostly of reels. And it's just loud. It's just loud noise, movement, and it's not pleasant. And and I think uh, I've found myself definitely in the last month pulling back from social media. I found it very hard to show up there, regardless of what platform it is. And most of the time when I do show up, it's been scheduled behind the scenes. And I am not around except to get notifications if somebody has commented, and then I'll pop on to respond but that's it. I can't withstand that level of noise for a sustained period. And I don't think we're meant to do that as humans. I think that's something that, you know, I'm not a biologist. I'm not a neurobiologist. I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but it's been talked about in many places that we have come to this point in our lives where we are basically in a constant state of fight or flight response. And that is not a response that our bodies are meant to be in for prolonged periods. It's literally meant to trigger us to get away from a dangerous situation. Um, and I don't know, maybe that says something. The fact that uh, my fight or flight response is triggered by being on Instagram now, maybe that's telling me Instagram is a dangerous place to be right now and you need to get off of it. And I think we need to start listening to that flight or flight, flight or fight response more. And when we're feeling it, we need to move ourselves away from those situations and bring ourselves back to these places of calm and quiet where we can decompress, I guess, for lack of a better word. I also think too, that a lot of us, when we're faced with moments of quiet or peacefulness, we get very uncomfortable and we start to look around for our phone. How many of you have done that when all of a sudden it's quiet? Like, I know a lot of parents who will drive to pick their kids up from school just to have a bit of a break for a few minutes. But the minute that they're sitting in their car waiting for the kids to come out, they'll pick up their phone and start scrolling through it and allowing all of that noise to come back into their life, for lack of a better way of putting it. And maybe those couple of moments before you go pick up your kids or before your kids land in the car, maybe that's when you could embrace the quiet instead of reaching for your phone to just bring more noise into your world. (laughs) And I think this is something we have to become more comfortable with is these moments of silence and allow ourselves to feel the moment and allow ourselves to feel the emotions that we've got sitting in the background, um, whether they're sadness or uh, anger or stress or uncertainty. Uncertainty is a big one that I tend to uh, try to hide from. 
and tend to seek solace from Netflix <laughs> from. Um, and it doesn't really do me any favors because all you do when you take those steps is push those feelings either even further underground. And that is not healthy either because at some point they do surface and it's usually at an inappropriate moment um, and in an inappropriate way. So if we took some more moments of silence to allow ourselves to process those feelings, I think that could be helpful as well. So that is really what I wanted to talk about today. I have found since I've started doing this, um, and I literally do this for like two or three minutes a day, it's not something I find big swaths of time for. I, I don't even think I could find big swaths of time to do this. But I do notice that after those couple of minutes, I feel refreshed in a way that I don't feel anywhere else, even after meditating. And it really lets me go back to work. Um, and, and I find after I've done this for a couple of minutes, I don't feel the need to pick up my phone. It's almost like I just need, you know how in movies when somebody's hysterical, uh, somebody will reach out and slap them. <laughs> And then it brings them back, jolts them back to reality. I almost feel like that's what it is for me. It's like I've been slapped. It's like, put your phone down, sit down and be quiet for a minute. Just let the silence flow over you. And it's like, oh, that's, that's what I needed. That's the jolt I needed to kind of realize I don't need to have my phone in my hand all the time. I don't need to be checking Facebook all the time. I don't need to be doom scrolling the news all day long. I can move on and do something productive and creative. And it tends to give me back my creative flow and allow me to uh, feel inspiration. And it's just, it's been such a remarkable thing that has worked so well for me over the last couple of months, um, particularly th this past month. And uh, I was kind of, <laughs> I've been thinking about recording this all week and I've been putting it off and um, I am actually recording this on Thursday. But uh, one of the things that really triggered me sitting down was um, all of the invasion news of Ukraine. And for those of you who, who don't know, I am part Ukrainian. And it's just been uh, heartbreaking and horrible to watch. And I have caught myself all morning <laughs> doom scrolling on Twitter. And I just realized, no, you know what? You need to go have a couple of minutes of silence and then you need to come back and you need to record your podcast episode. And that's what I did. I just put everything down. I walked away, took some deep breaths, sat in the basement, let the silence wash over me. And then I was ready to come back up here and record. And once I'm done recording, I'll edit and I'll get on with my day. But it really was just kind of like a circuit breaker being shut off and reset. And it really does help me personally. So it's something I've wanted to talk about because I, I I wanted to give it to you all as an idea of something that could maybe help you find a way to reset or find a way to um, embrace quiet. I'm not being very articulate at this point, but 
I really wanted to bring this idea to all of you in the hopes that maybe it can help you in the same way that it has helped me and just give you another tool in your creative toolbox, because I do think this really does play into creativity. It certainly plays into my creativity. Um, and it's something that allows me to focus and center. Um, and plus I just really, as an introvert and as an empath, I really, really just appreciate silence. I really do. Um, and I'm finding more and more, particularly as I get older, that I need to that I don't need to be stimulated all the time and that those moments of quiet are necessary for me to reset. So that is what I wanted to talk to you all about today. I did say it would be a shorter episode and it has been. And I hope that all of you have found like a a little kernel here that maybe you can take away. Maybe you can try finding a couple of moments of quiet for yourself and just letting that moment wash over you, letting yourself fully experience the silence um, and be in the moment with it. And I'd be really curious for those of you who try it, how it works out for you and whether or not it is something that you find is making a difference for you. So that's it for this week, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back again next week with another new episode. So until then, Um, have a great week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the And She Looked Up Creative Hour. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in this episode, you can find detailed show notes on our website at andshelookedup.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter for more business tips, profiles of inspiring Canadian creative women, and so much more. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the show via your podcast app of choice so you never miss an episode. We always love to hear from you, so we'd love it if you'd leave us a review through iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Drop us a note via our website at anshelookedup.com or come say hi on Instagram at anshelookedup. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.